0: Welcome to At Peace Within. I'm Kelsey, holistic life coach and intuitive healer for empath entrepreneurs and creators. This podcast is all about the journey of healing, self-discovery and growth we must take to prosper and thrive in life, mind, body and spirit. One of my gifts is helping people create internal worlds so healthy and so happy Thriving in their lives and businesses becomes the natural byproduct. This podcast is here to help you do just that. I want to help you discover the incredible power that lies in healing your internal world. Because when you do, you discover the truest and freest version of yourself. So if it's time to break free from your self-assigned limitations, come home to your truth, and remember just how powerful you already are, then this podcast is for you. The name of this podcast is a reminder to myself and to listeners that inner peace is the one true goal we all have. It's the goal behind every other goal. It's what we're all looking for. Because when you are at peace within, that's when you are truly boundless and free, and life feels like magic. So thank you for listening. It's an honor to have you here. Enjoy the show. Hi, it's Kelsey. Welcome to another episode of At Peace Within. First of all, I just want to say I hope everyone is okay I hope everyone is staying safe and staying healthy during these crazy times with the coronavirus. Um, I just want you to know that there are people out there who are not panicking, okay? I'm one of them. I have full faith that everything is going to be okay, and I just want to remind you of that today. And. I thought it would be really fitting to also talk about self-care and how self-care is actually not selfish. It's actually selfish if you don't practice self-care. So we're going to get into that in a bit and I'm going to give you my personal definition of what I think self-care is, like what it means and how it's actually selfish to not practice it. So first off, um, I do want to just briefly mention current events, (laughs) the coronavirus. I do have a lot to say about what this means for us, for the planet, for where we're headed as a collective. Um, So I do just want to briefly say that the main message I've been receiving is that this is changing the entire trajectory I keep struggling with this word, trajectory, direction of our planet, right? And where humanity is headed. And the overall feeling is that this is actually a good thing. And this was completely necessary and needed to change the direction. That we were headed in. Because we were headed in a direction that we did not want to go in. And now what this is doing for us is this is opening up a beautiful space for so much more healing and love and growth and community and togetherness and trust. And it's really reminding us about what's actually important. And so everything that's not actually important is just kind of falling away right now. And we are being called to rest, to ground, to go within, and to really take time to be with ourselves, to take time to reflect on ourselves our lives we have this beautiful like pause as if we're literally hitting pause on the movie and we can sit back we can take a step back and observe and look at everything because when you are so go 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 in that very fast paced lifestyle the excuse that many many people were giving were using to not heal to not go within to not you know do all of these things these the self care and etc to not do the things that you know there's there's been this calling now for a long time many many people have been feeling this call it's time to do this work it's time to do this inner work it's time to come home (sighs) come home and so literally the reflection of that is like we are literally being forced to stay home we are literally home right in quarantine and because it's time to come home to the truth that is within you that has always been within you just waiting for it for you to uncover it, right? And so, this is opening up a beautiful opportunity that would not have been possible before um, for so much more healing and love and growth because the excuse that many people were using was like, I don't have enough time. Even though they felt the call, they were just using their fast-paced, busy lifestyle As a distraction, as something to not come home, right? We have been completely burnt out um, because of the excess masculine energy, the constant overthinking and analyzing and working. And so we're really being called now to reach a balance. To And a lot of times what this means is let go of a lot of our masculine tendencies because they are being totally overused. So the masculine energy needs to be reduced and the divine feminine, which has been completely suppressed, needs to be allowed to surface and needs to have a seat at the table. And when these but when the the two of these energies it doesn't matter if you're male or female, when these two energies are in balance, that's when we are in balance within, and that's when the world is also in balance, in a balance, not imbalanced. you know so. The qualities of the Divine Feminine are this divine love, compassion, creativity, playfulness, this receiving open energy. And it's so beautiful because this is a perfect opportunity that we've been given to rest, to take the armor off, and to be open to receiving, be open to... (sighs) love and play and be creative and just let that guard down take off the armor and just have fun like we used to do when we were kids and so another thing about this is that the panic and the fear that this is causing right it's this panic and this fear has, was already there before this coronavirus ever came about. And now what, it's, what this virus is doing is simply pushing it up to the surface so that it can be released and resolved fast, like faster than it ever would have been, right? And so if you are feeling fear, if you are feeling panic, If you are feeling grief if you are feeling loss if you're feeling uncertainty if you're feeling like totally not safe that was already there within you and up until this point you've been just fighting that fighting to stay calm fighting to try to be strong for everyone else fighting against that truth fighting against that those emotions Invalidating them, judging them, right? judging yourself, f- feeling ashamed for feeling, asser- for feeling that way. So what I want to say to you is if you're feeling that way, if you're feeling fear and panic and not safe and uncertain, you are feeling that way for a reason and that's okay. So I'm never going to tell anyone, like, you need to stay positive throughout all of this. Like, because in a way that's very dismissive and that's totally ignoring the root cause of these feelings. Because the real root cause of these feelings is not the coronavirus. And this can be seen very clearly with the people who have come home and the people who have yet to come home. The people who have already come home to their inner truth, to, their, to love, and who have healed and who have resolved most of their fear and uncertainty and self-doubt are not panicking right now. They don't feel this fear. They're very aware of the situation. They're very, you know, they're being smart and they're doing their part, doing what they can to help the situation. And they're totally aware of it, right? They're aware of everything that's going on, but they are not panicking. They are not going to the grocery store and buying all of the fucking toilet paper and whatever else, right? And they're buying what, they're, what they need and leaving leaving the rest for their brothers and sisters. And they're not panicking. And I'm not saying one is right and one is wrong. I'm just saying what is and why. So the people who are panicking and really feeling scared. It's just that they have not yet come home to their truth. They they haven't yet created this safe and loving space within themselves, this inner peace, right? People who have yet to do that, they always think that their happiness and inner, inner peace relies on the outside. So whatever is going on outside influences them on the inside. But people who have done this inner work and who have repaired the relationship with themselves and who have created this safe and loving space within, they know that no, we don't have control over the outside, but we do have control over the inside and this is where our power lies so I'm never going to tell anyone, you know, stay positive, I'm never going to tell anyone how to feel if you are feeling grief, loss panic, fear then feel that. However, allow yourself to really feel it. Sit with it. Be with it. Because up until now, you've been fighting that. You've been fighting that your entire life. Trying to stay calm. Trying to stay strong for everyone else. Trying to be, you know, put on this facade, this mask, this being fake, not being true to yourself, not allowing yourself to express or even have the emotions that you're having okay so yeah without letting yourself fully feel and release in a healthy way so this inner conflict is causing your panic and your fear to just increase exponentially right it just gets bigger and bigger and bigger because it's asking to be acknowledged this is what our emotions do they get bigger to get our attention the only thing that our emotions truly want from us is to be acknowledged, to be felt, to be processed and released. So if we could all do our own part of feeling and releasing, feeling and releasing, there would be so much less chaos in this world. So whatever your soul is calling you to acknowledge and feel today, I want you to fucking feel it. Do not numb. Do not distract yourself from feeling. We are being called to come home, right? So be with it. Acknowledge it. Observe it like a scientist, right? Completely neutral and free of judgment, free of guilt, free of shame, free of shoulds and shouldn'ts, like you shouldn't be feeling this way. Just let go of all of those thoughts. They're just thoughts and you can let them go. So do not feed those feelings with more thoughts. That's not what I'm asking you to do. Just focus on the feelings that are already there because you're already feeling it, right? It's already there. So feel it and fucking feel it some more and really drop in. Don't trap these emotions in your throat. Allow them to, allow yourself to feel it in your body be fully present with this emotion so you're not in your head thinking you're just feeling right and then fucking cry if you need to cry punch a pillow if you need to punch pillows scream into the pillow if you need what like you know healthy release and then once you've finally truly acknowledged and validated your emotion you know literally saying to yourself like I acknowledge and recognize this emotion it is valid there for a reason you know then once you've felt and processed and released that's when gently with compassion respect with love you choose to let it go and you feed your mind with positive thoughts remind yourself like this too shall pass put your hands over your heart and reconnect to love Focus on something that makes you smile, something that makes you happy, something that makes you laugh, but do not try to make yourself laugh and smile without having first felt what needs to be felt because that's just putting a band-aid over a bullet wound, right? That's releasing and processing and transmuting what is in there, right? And in this way, that is actually self-betrayal. It's manipulation. It's disregarding what is for something that you think should be. So when you're ready and you you have felt, then you can remind yourself to smile, right? Then you can choose to feed your mind with positive thoughts. Then you can disrupt that negative pattern and that negative cycle. Okay, because, yes, our emotions do come from our thoughts, when we're just unconsciously letting them letting them run, but if this if these feelings are already there, then you need to feel them, and then you choose not to feed that cycle, and not to dwell. Okay, so now that that's out of the way, okay, because I feel like that's so important, and it's really really gonna help so many people and it's going to help us as a collective. I want to get into, oh my god, self-care and what self-care is, in my opinion, and how it's actually selfish if you don't practice self-care. So a lot of what I just talked about, feeling your emotions, allowing yourself to feel, that to me counts as self-care. That's a huge part of it. And then what else you know, just to define quickly what it means in my book, because I know society can sometimes have a twisted perspective of what it means to take care of yourself. But in my book, it means taking care of your physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual health on the daily. That is self-care. So something really common that I see when clients first join my program is that they feel selfish doing the tools and strategies that I provide and it feels totally uncomfortable because it's new. And then as they move through, they break through that and it just becomes who they are. It just becomes natural, you know? And it's totally understandable because we are conditioned to believe, especially as women, that we have to put everyone else first. We have to put everyone else before ourselves and then only then like maybe if there's time, if there's like five minutes, then we can actually take care of ourselves and do something for ourselves. And it's like this feeling, this belief of we don't deserve. And taking time for ourselves is selfish being connected to our power is selfish because it's like, who am I to believe I'm worthy of such love? Who am I to be worthy of such peace and calm and love and power, right? It's so fucked up. (laughs) So it's this feeling, this general feeling of like, being in our power is not okay. It is wrong. It is selfish. Whatever negative belief you have about being in your power and being unapologetically happy and free and connected to love, we have such a twisted perspective that, like, we're not actually allowed to be happy. And if we are, we have to, like, justify our happiness. We have to, like, defend it. And then we have to, like, dismiss it and make it smaller than it is. It's like, so weird right like we're not actually allowed to be proud of ourselves or celebrate our wins or go for our dreams or even have dreams like or even think big like if we start thinking big and like telling our friends about like it's just like holy shit right it's like you better dumb it down you better shrug it off and not draw too much attention to yourself and Not make a big deal out of it because God forbid you actually admit that you're a fucking queen and that you're amazing and that you deserve, right? Like we all have this fear of we think that when we are in our power, it means that we think that we are superior, like we think that we're bragging and it's like this fear that we don't want other people to think that we think that we're better than anyone, right? And I know personally, I had this fear that if I started putting myself out there on social media and if I started celebrating my wins, I would be judged because as a society, we have this belief that we're not allowed to be happy. We're not allowed to be proud. And you're only successful if you're struggling, right? This is America's... And I know many other countries as well current viewpoint of success you're struggling, you're hustling, you're working yourself to death, you're working these long hours you're you have to like go above and beyond and at this end and like do more than you're expected and get paid less than you are worth. That means you're successful so obviously that's not success I mean success to me is being totally happy and free and boundless abundance yes of course and it's this feeling this feeling of fulfillment and love and joy and freedom so one of my biggest turning points was when i reprogrammed these bullshit beliefs of i'm not allowed to be happy as well as the fear of rejection, and the fear of judgment, like, I've reprogrammed to believe that other people's negativity does not affect me, other people's opinions and behaviors do not affect me, and I'm allowed to be happy, and I'm allowed to share that with other people, because the reason why we feel like self-care is selfish, right, is because God forbid we do something for ourselves, just for our happiness, like just for our well-being without any other agenda, without any other like, without it having to do with our our work, without it having like, I feel like it's perfectly okay in today's society to have a goal for Your job or your salary or your income or project that you're working on. Anything related to like your work and your productivity and stuff like that is allowed. But doing something just because we love it or doing something just because it's fun and letting ourselves play. letting ourselves create and just taking care of ourselves because we love ourselves is so like taboo almost like because of this belief this ingrained belief that we it's like god forbid we think we are worthy right and we think we actually deserve love and happiness and freedom because we have been trained that we can't have it all so if one area is going great then the other area has to suffer right Like, if you're making a lot of money and your job's going really well, then your relationships have to suffer or your health has to suffer, right? We've been trained that we can't have it all simultaneously all at once because it's a self-worth issue. It's like, well, if we're succeeding and happy in this area, well, another area has to suffer to, like, balance that out, right? So there's always this kind of, like, hump That clients have to get over that it's like okay I'm actually allowed to feel good I'm actually allowed to open up and reconnect to love and just do it for me and just focus on me and be unapologetic about it and not apologize and not feel guilty for receiving this love right clients always in the beginning they apologize for everything they apologize for crying and showing emotion. You know, what does that say about our society? And I just said to a client the other day, like, do not apologize for crying. I don't want to hear you (laughs) ever say that again. Like, and you know, she was like, oh, okay, you're right. Yeah. So we are allowed to have emotions and feel. We are allowed to express ourselves we are also allowed to want more for ourselves and our lives we are allowed to dream big and think big we are allowed to actually take action that is aligned with our soul like we're allowed to go for it we are allowed to better ourselves mentally emotionally physically and spiritually it's like oh there's this quote we must risk delight I think, yeah, if you haven't read Big Magic by Elizabeth Gilbert, oh my god, 10 out of 10 would recommend. It's one of my all-time favorite books ever, and there's this quote in it that says, (sighs) it's something like, we must risk delight. We must have the stubbornness to accept our happiness in the ruthless furnace of this world. So it's like, risk your delight, meaning be fucking unapologetic about receiving pleasure and love and taking care of yourself and don't worry about what other people may or may not think about that. You know, what other people think is like totally not your responsibility. Plus, you have no idea what people are actually thinking. It's just your perception of what they're thinking, right? You know the other part about self-care is being present this is huge and by the way when i say pleasure like receiving pleasure no that does not mean just sexual pleasure that can be a part of it sure but pleasure meaning like anything that lights you up and makes you feel good like taking a bath and lighting candles sipping a tea and being like totally focused and in that present moment and totally grateful for that tea and just like so mindful and just like enjoying the fuck out of that tea, right? Like enjoying the fuck out of whatever it is you're doing. When you eat your next meal, I've started doing this and it's absolutely changed my life. I imagine that I'm in Africa and I imagine the gratitude, their level of gratitude that so many families feel for every single bite of food, like cherish every single bite because it's a blessing. And so what I do now before I eat is like, I totally drop in, I embody, I, I bless my food and I just, which just means like, I'm just super grateful that I have food and you know, I've totally rewired my brain for um, gratitude and positivity that that's all I see now. Like, I am so aware of in every single moment of how much there is to be grateful for of how much I am privileged of how much I am just so fucking blessed. Like there are endless reasons to be grateful for in every single moment. That is all I see. Like every time I take a sip of water, I'm like, oh my god, I have water. I have clean, pure drinking water. Every time I like will wash my hands or run the faucet or the shower, I'm like, I have fucking running water. Holy shit, hot and cold. Are you kidding me? Like this is, it's amazing because so many people don't have that. And it's a fucking blessing. And it's like, we take for granted so much every every single day. And another thing that this quarantine, right, this coronavirus is asking us to to remember is not to take things for granted like just a couple weeks ago we could have totally gone for a walk outside down the street or you know whatever like gone to our favorite cafe or get a drink with friends or go out to eat or whatever and it's like now these things that we can no longer do for the time being it's like yeah we totally took that for granted right and so another reason uh, another message from this whole situation is to remember everything that you have to be grateful for and all of the ways that your life is truly blessed anyway every single time i eat now i just cherish every single bite and i will never forget when I went to um South Africa to study African field ecology, and we one of our safari guides, one of our leaders, he was from a local tribe there, and every time we sat around, um, we sat around the fire to eat you know, you could call his name, you could try to talk to him, and he would just smile at you, but he would not respond to you, he just would not talk, because it's like, in their traditions, it's like, eating is a meditative experience, it's a time to be fully embodied, fully in the present moment, and grateful for this food, and just like, appreciate it, and appreciate life, and just be with yourself and with this food and totally present right and so i now like my way of doing that now is just to cherish every single bite of food and like really focus on it and actually taste it (laughs) and not just like sit in front of a tv or a screen right and just like I turn off all my screens and I just am totally one with that meal and with that moment and let me tell you since doing this my digestion has improved so much so 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 much and I don't get stomach aches or like bloating after meals um because I'm actually in my body and I'm actually paying attention and I it's you know intuitive eating like as well like you your body will tell you what it wants and what it doesn't want you just have to listen and so often we eat when we're and we're totally distracted and like not paying attention to our bodies we'll just keep eating even after we're f- we're full And I know for me, that was something that caused stomach aches and bloating as well. So now it's like, okay, I'm full now. I'm going to stop. And like, I eat when I'm hungry and I stop when I'm full and I practice intuitive eating. And so that's a huge part of self-care as well, right? Anything. It's like, my definition is, as I said, taking care of your mental, emotional, spiritual, and physical body on the daily so there are so many ways that you can do that you know we are so blessed and we need to start owning that allowing ourselves to feel that way allowing ourselves to be happy allowing ourselves to be grateful and to be in our power and treating ourselves like the queens that we are and raising our standards for ourselves in all areas of our lives and making these simple but really monumental changes, realizing that that is not selfish. It's actually more selfish if you don't practice self-care and if you don't have some sort of spiritual practice because you cannot share with others what you don't already have yourself. You cannot give what you don't have. If you want to give someone a walnut but you have zero walnuts, how can you possibly give them a walnut? It's the same shit. If you are completely closed off and disconnected from love, how can you possibly expect to be able to have loving relationships and to be able to share that love with the people you come across every single day? Like maybe you have a little love, right? We, I think we all have at least like a little bit of love to give, but it runs out really quick. And so it's like you're trying to give everyone you're trying to like split that between everyone that little little bit of love you have, and it's like passing it out like it's a fucking one fucking pea on a plate like a green pea p e a right a pea on a plate. you giving every single each person in your life gets one fucking pea on a plate, and you're like, you're welcome, right? you better accept. <laughs> this one pea and like it, it's like as if it's like the grandest thing. They should be so fucking grateful for this one little fucking tiny pea and you're totally withholding love from yourself, from everyone around you, from nature, from this planet. Everything is energy. Everything is frequency. And so by you being disconnected from love and withholding love from yourself, You are literally spewing your negativity everywhere. And I can say this because this used to be me. I used to spew my fucking negative bullshit everywhere. Passing out one fucking pee on a plate to everyone in my life, including myself, because I had nothing to give. I was so stingy with my love. I was so fucking stingy and cheap with my love. Like, you want abundance? Stop being stingy with your love. Stop withholding your love from yourself and from others in your life. Like you want energy, stop being stingy with your love. You want health, stop being stingy with your love. Change your frequency. The universe runs on frequency, that's all it sees. It doesn't care about your excuses, it doesn't care about whatever X, Y, and Z reason that you are giving for withholding your love. All it sees is that you're withholding your love. So it's like, okay, she wants to withhold love. That's, you know, this withholding love, lack, scarcity, frequencies. is all it sees. So that's what you get back. Because when you're on the frequency of stinginess and cheap and not enough, it's the frequency of lack and scarcity. And that's all the universe sees and it feels your frequency. And so that's what you get back. If you have your defenses up, like the fucking castle doors are barricaded shut. You've got all your defenses up and you're like totally withholding love. The universe is like, oh, I see. Okay. She wants to fight. She wants to be on the defense. And it's not like there's no judgment, right? The universe doesn't judge. It's just like, what is? Like, this is what it is. So this is what you're going to get back. So you're going to attract people and situations and circumstances that continue that vibration and provide that for you because that is what you are asking for. That is literally what you're asking for. It's like, give me all the bullshit universe because I am like an embodiment of, of withholding love. So how do we stop this cycle? How do we raise our frequency and get on the frequency of love? It requires you taking the armor off. It requires you opening up, opening that castle door that has been shut for so long because that's how you've learned to feel safer is shutting down and closing yourself off opening your heart to love and just choosing to be love and to your ego it's literally going to feel like death it's going to feel so scary and weird and uncomfortable and it's gonna just feel like you're totally exposing yourself and you're so vulnerable right because for so long you had all of this fucking armor layers and layers and layers of brick walls and steel doors and fucking so many locks around that heart and so yes it's going to feel uncomfortable yes it's gonna feel weird and scary and new but then you just keep telling that ego to piss off and you keep opening and you keep opening and you keep opening and before you know it You're on the frequency of love. You are love. You are literally the frequency of love. That is what you're emanating from your soul. You and the frequency of love are one in the same. And so what do you attract? You attract love. And like the life of your dreams, that and like money and abundance and wealth and health and happiness, like that requires love. That requires the frequency of love. And so, you can only get love from love. You cannot get love from lack. You cannot get love from this frequency of scarcity and withholding that you're on. And so this is why so many people struggle with like, why doesn't the law of attraction work for me? And it's such bullshit and manifesting is hard. It's like, it's not hard. You're just not love. You're just not open. You're just not you're totally shut energetically. And so self-care, you know, my definition of self-care, and it's healing, it's growth, it's holding yourself accountable, it's taking care of all of your beings, not just one, you know, and not just your physical health, but taking care of all of your beings, your mental, emotional, spiritual, and physical beings Because when we do that, because when we do that, we repair the relationship we have with ourselves and we start to create this peaceful, loving, safe environment for our soul to drop in and to open up. Like literally imagine your soul is inside of you and she's so peaceful and just smiling and glowing with this like light. Of such pure love source energy this life force energy and her arms are open her body language is like yes universe give it to me i am ready like she is open she's trusting she is love she is full of such compassion and gratitude that is when you literally like open the floodgates and The whole fucking universe just rewards you with so much love because that's what you are. You don't get what you want. You get what you are. So fucking remind yourself on the daily, I am allowed to be happy. I am allowed to give myself this love. I am allowed to practice self-care, to up-level my self-care like never before. I am allowed to invest this time For myself, I am allowed to put myself first because when I do, when I fill my own cup first, I am overflowing and I have so much extra love to give. I'm not stingy or cheap with my love. I am literally generous, like the most generous person with my love. Every single day I wake up and I ask myself, in what ways am I going to be generous with my love today? And that's literally written on a sticky note right here on my desk, because it's just this beautiful reminder to not withhold love from myself or from others. And so I invite you to ask yourself, in what ways have I been withholding love from myself and from others? In what ways have I been withholding love? In what ways have I been stingy and shape with my love? In what ways have I not been allowing myself to take better care of myself because of this uh, underlying belief and feeling of I'm not worthy or I can't or I'm not allowed or it's selfish. Okay, and I want you to totally smash through all of that bullshit and just zoom out like look at the bigger picture zoom out take a step back really look at yourself and your life and and the ways that you can be more generous with your love the ways that you can take your armor off and start learning to trust more and start creating this safe loving environment within yourself Whew, okay, so I'm gonna end that there. Thank you so much for listening. If you are ready to come home, if you are ready to break through, I wanna hear from you. Let's chat. Please reach out. You can join a growing community of women doing the same thing. Oh, so much love for you. Thank you. Stay safe out there, stay healthy, practice self care, and be generous with your love. We need it now more than ever. I love you. Thanks for listening to At Peace Within. If you enjoyed this episode, I would love for you to find me on iTunes and write me a review there and send this episode to someone you think would resonate. Feel free to follow me on Instagram at Seek Traveler if you're not already. Remember you have the power within you to transform yourself and your life. You are the master of your own inner peace, you are powerful beyond measure, and I believe in you.